Okay, so that is number two, right? Number two. Go ahead and talk into it a little bit. Number two. That's a low. <laughs> is it really low? Yeah. Talk a little more. Talking on number two. All right, that's good. And you are on number three. You guys got to be really close to it, okay. like really come up on it. As long as you're in, and the key thing is to be in front of it. Yeah. So if you're talking like that, it ain't going to pick it up. You can even angle it up a little bit at you since <laughs> yeah, you're just so, so tall. As long as you're kind of directly in front, it'll be fine. Okay. So come on up. Don't okay. be afraid. <laughs> don't, bite. <laughs> don't bite. Go ahead and talk just a little bit and I can get some levels. Uh, I guess all number three, three, three. Hello, hello, hello. Test, test, test. See? Look yeah. at you. Like a professional. Almost. <laughs> almost. And now you, Michelle? He's a jack of all trades. When you started saying he's a jack, I was afraid he was going to come back. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's usually that's what I get. Jack. He's no chief. Well, they're married. So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the first we time, usually drop the jack. That's the know, first time straight. name calling was involved, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start with Michelle because you nominated David for the I hometown did. here. Tell us why. I nominate not just because I'm his wife, but I've also been a co-worker of his for the last 33 years. We're wow. both in law enforcement. We both retired. He retired after 33 years of service. I retired after 25. Um, I watched him over his career be the best possible cop that anybody could be. He could stop somebody, arrest them, take them to jail, write them a ticket, whatever the case may be. And at the end of their interaction, they would always say thank you. Uh -huh. I mean, he was He's that person. Um, he treats everybody from a saint to a sinner the same with respect and no matter whether it was when he was a police officer or not. Um, and he just, he, there's so much that he does that I can't, it would take all day to go through everything. But since he's retired, he's transitioned into the community college system and he's now the director of law enforcement training. He's working with young cadets that are coming up. He wants to make sure they get the best possible training to go out into the force and, and be able to be the best possible officer that they can be. Also, we're from Henderson County, which, you know, we lost Officer Hendricks. And, you know, even though nobody could have prevented that or foreseen that coming, mm -hmm. he wants to try to prepare these kids for that. They mean, he means so much to them that they um, call him dad. No. And they actually, one of his classes had given him a plaque that said David Dad Hensley. Thanked him for his mentorship, thanked for the talks, and thanked for his phone always being on that they could call. Um, as a wife, I know when we're on trips, his phone rings, and it's his cadets calling and asking for advice and asking how to go, and he's and willing to do that. He, it doesn't matter where he's at. He's always available for them. Um, as a co-worker, and the reason that I did this was because as a co-worker, I recently started working in the same building that he's working at, mm -hmm. and I'm watching him interact with these kids. And I know what kind of cop he was. He was a good cop, but I'm watching him interact with these kids, and it means so much to him to do for them. To that, lead. Yeah. Yeah. And he would never, he's so uncomfortable with what we're doing. Um, <laughs> I actually, I actually sprung it on him at our camping trip with my friends, <laughs> yeah. so he couldn't kind of... But, Back out? Yeah. But he, but he deserves it. He honestly deserves it. He's one of the good guys, and he's one of the ones that, like I said, you, he could stop you, write your ticket, take you to jail, and you'd say thank you. Yeah, it's National Police Week. Yeah. Yes. Actually, you knew that. And, and you can't overestimate the importance of teachers' mentors so new officers get off to the right start. You know, so they're, they're learning the right things the right way. The right mentor. And, and that's my goal. Uh, my whole goal is to prepare these young people. Not all of them are young people. We got some in their forties and had some forty changing uh, careers and and taking that career Neat. on. 
and it, but it's up to me uh, and I feel I've taken that that on to take that on and, and pass that information on to those people and show them what it's like to be a public servant and that's what we are public servants and there are some that don't make it through the program mm-hmm. and the ones that don't make it through that the ones that really didn't have that servant's heart or they realize that that this is not what they wanted to do with their living mm-hmm. and and that's fine because uh, I'll say it the first day there are those who are meant to be the police and those who are meant to call the police no <laughs> we got to have those two yeah. true story we have to have those two and it, it takes that that servant's heart to, t- to go anything public service police fire ems and do all of that so you were nominated by your wife who's yeah. also a co-worker <laughs> so which would be more kind of impactful to you where the nomination came from when you think about it does it mean more coming from someone just that you work with that sees what you do on a work basis or your wife that sees it all behind the scenes yeah. as well. Uh, I think it's 50-50, yeah. to tell you the truth. Uh, because sh- we can separate those two worlds. We've worked together before. Mm-hmm. And there are there are people at the, at the places we worked that will tell you to this day, they've worked together and we couldn't tell they were married from day one. <laughs> How long have you been married? 30 years. 30 be, years. Be 30 years or 29. Sounds like you're a May. good team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it works worked together very well. And it shows uh, that we can separate those two worlds and work together. But when we go home, she's the boss. <laughs> and well, talking about the two worlds colliding, and mm-hmm. this is part of something that he's carried over from his law enforcement career. Um, he was in our traffic team in Henderson County, and um, he would go in and do prom before they would do this big thing for prom. They'd set up wrecked cars, Love talk that. to the students, and yeah. let them know what the possibilities of things that can happen. He's taken a tragedy that happened in our life. Our, we lost a son um, unexpectedly. Oh. And he has taken that tragedy to these kids and said, hey, you know, this is this is what could happen. It wasn't meant to happen. This is what can happen. Bad decisions get made. And he can elaborate more on that if he'd like to. Hmm. But I've also seen, and he does this as a third party. So he has this whole PowerPoint presentation talking about these two children um, and things that have happened to them in their life and where they're at now and how one was lost. And at the end of it, he says, these are my kids. You know, and people don't expect They don't even know that yet, yeah. kids to to fall into any kind of trouble. Mm -hmm. Um, He's also carrying that over into his cadets in the um, law enforcement training program. And what that shows is two things. Anybody can make a bad decision and end up not having a good day. But at the same time, you also have empathy for people you come in contact with. Absolutely. Whether it's somebody who's struggling with drugs and abuse and things of that nature, or whether it's somebody who's just made some really wrong decisions, you never just never know who you're talking to. And that one communication you have with them can change their whole world. And when it comes to tragedy, everybody thinks it happens to everybody else. Yeah. They never think no. it can happen to you. <laughs> right. And so here are you to tell yeah. them it can. Right. And oh, make yeah. an even bigger impact. Yeah, it does. It, it can happen to anyone. It doesn't matter who it is. I use it as my therapy uh, when I speak about it. And I'll, I'll talk about the entire thing to my cadets or whoever the audience is sitting in front of me. I'll talk about it. And it's, like I said, my therapy gets me through the day, gets me through the week, the month, whatever it may be. But I use that, and it's if I reach one, just one person, I've done my job. That's the way I feel about it, that if I've reached that one person, it changes their mind from doing something they were going to do. And I had one person tell me that, so you just changed my mind. No. I was going to do something tonight with some friends of mine, and 
you know what? I'm not going to do that now. If you want to expand on that, because yeah. they, they have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, but if you well, want to expand on that about what happened. Well, my, my, he was then 20 years old. Uh, he, he did a little bit of partying, you know, as, as, you know, 20 year olds will do. Oh yeah. A uh, friend of theirs up the ante at the party, brought some pills and he had a headache and he was wanting to go to sleep and he wanted, wanted something for his headache. Somebody handed him five thirty milligram morphines and he went to sleep and, and never drinking. woke up. At the same time, his twin brother was running around the county, stealing whatever he could steal. He was doping really big, really hard into it. I was listening on the radio where they were chasing him on foot somewhere. I would go to the opposite end of the county just so I wouldn't be the one to, to do that or get right. involved in it. And he was had been apprehended for his crimes three days before this. And then or his twin brother dies. So there's all these things happening at the same time. Gosh. Which and we're proud to say our other boy's clean and sober 13 years now. Um, he's living life and, and doing wonderful, and we're very, yeah, very he, proud of him. Of course, that's a hard thing to do when you're looking in the mirror every day at your brother. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh, yeah, so. being twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they always say that there's this weird symbiotic relationship with twins. Mm-hmm. They can almost, they're almost two people in one. Yeah. Yeah. And so even more impactful, so. So he uses that. He uses that to to impact people and to hopefully make a choice. You know, let them understand that there's there's situations and you don't plan on it because our other boy didn't plan on it. He hated pills. Um, he hated what his brother was going through, but he was drunk. He was impaired. They just were doing stupid things. Um, the the person that um, was involved in this, it's not wasn't their intent whatsoever. Um, and they suffer from that uh, that today. And they're I'm doing sure. good things moving forward, trying to make mm-hmm. awareness of things that are happening. Yeah. As well. But he does this as a third party because, like you said, a lot of people don't expect that it's going to happen to a cop's kids. So he does this as a third party, but it's a twofold thing Mm -hmm. to prevent somebody from making the wrong choice, but also to let them know that, you know, when you're dealing with that drug addict on the street or you're dealing with somebody who's just done something wrong, they're somebody. They're somebody's sister. They're somebody's kid. They're somebody's brother. Use it as a a, uh, teaching moment. Right. Yeah. And to show that we're human. We're just as human as everybody else is. So uh, things happen, and stuff happen. It occurs within the families, and the good thing is, it didn't tear us apart. Absolutely, uh, we stayed within it, still together. Maybe even grew through it. Right. We thank you both for your service to the community. Definite hometown heroes, if there ever was one. <laughs> thank you. And we thank David Plyler uh, from Luso Realty and the Plyler team. David, is there anything you'd like to add to this? I mean, you've been listening. And hearing yeah. the stories. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure how we haven't crossed paths yet. I worked <laughs> in law enforcement, and y'all may know, but I uh, worked over in Buncombe County here for about 12 years uh, full-time and then got out of it. So um, I can say I know, I know uh, wholeheartedly where you're coming from and what you do and uh, the things that I think the general public doesn't yeah. understand or realize. And especially now, things are um, so tough for, for yeah. law enforcement. Now. Yeah. So uh, hearing good stories are always, yeah. Yep, it's that's, good. That's, what, that's yeah. what we want to hear. So. Thank well, you. Thank you thank all. You. Let's get a photo. Sure. Let's get a picture. We actually we talked with the uh, police chief David Zach yesterday. Yeah. On the-